Hello, hello. This is Marissa, and you are listening to From Boise. Today's story is about a new store in town. The couple behind the store is Danny and Whitney. They're part-time candle makers and all-around cool Boise people. I actually met them out at the grand opening for Molinar Skate Park. I just was standing next to them, and I started kind of chatting with them, and I asked Danny about her bag. It was this canvas bag. It says folks in big letters. And then underneath it in like a smaller font, it says shop in the front studio in the back. And I thought that that was really cute. So I just asked her what it was. And, um, she told me that it was their new store. I'm familiar with their candle company. It's called folk and lore candles. I've seen it at like wintery market and stuff but I did not realize that they had opened a store. So I asked if I could come in and tell other people about it because that's what this is for. So maybe you've heard of folk and lore. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've been into folks. Maybe you haven't. Either way, meet folks. The story of folks is one of love, loss, slowing down, and dreaming big. Folks is a new shop and candle studio at 2418 West Main Street. It's over in the west end of downtown Boise, right next door to Good Times Bagels. The small shop in the front offers a selection of clean skincare and makeup products, vintage clothing, and pure beeswax candles, which are handmade just steps away in the adjacent workspace. Danny and Whitney are the owners of Folks and partners in life, love, and candle making. They opened Folks just a few weeks ago, yet they've already achieved a homey feel that most people could only dream of. Much like the candles they create together, their new space is simple, grounding, and naturally beautiful. You can immediately sense the time, care, and intention that has gone into every detail. Folks is a place where you want to stay a while, the kind of space that leaves you feeling a bit better than when you entered, and that's exactly what they hope for. Enter Folks and step into the small shop space. It's minimal and warm, despite having concrete floors and walls and a black ceiling. There's soft touches everywhere. A wavy cream-colored mirror, tiny plants placed here and there, big windows with natural light. Danny told me that they chose to leave most of their space raw, like leaving the concrete floors and walls, because it goes with what they're trying to convey. She said, quote, what's really important to us is the inclusivity of gender neutral things, being a queer couple ourselves. It doesn't feel super feminine in here. And that was the point of the design for us. It's all really neutral, end quote. There's only a few dozen products on display, all of which are also really neutral in smell and appearance. On one side, you'll find a big wood and metal shelf holding folk and lore candles. That's the pure beeswax candles that Danny and Whitney make together. There's short and fat candles, tall skinny candles, some twist, others stand solid. Almost all of their candles are freestanding, meaning they're not in any sort of container, with one exception. They just did a small batch of tall candles in glass containers that are covered in doodles by a local artist and friend, and they're super cute. There's a few clay candle holders and some small pots handmade by local artists. Nearby, there's a small rack of vintage clothing curated by No New Vintage that's refreshed monthly. On the opposite wall is a selection of skincare and makeup products. They're all spread across similar shelving and a beautiful minimal table. All of the furniture that's in this space was handmade by Whitney. Danny told me that the skincare side is kind of her love child since she was an esthetician. She said, quote, these are all really cool products that I chose because I stand behind the values of the brand. All of the products that Danny has brought in are brands that are queer owned, women owned, family owned, and or Pacific Islander owned. 
None of the products that you'll find in Folks are sold on Amazon or in Sephora or Ulta. And all of the products are made from an herbalist or a holistic estheticians or makeup artist. Everything is gender neutral, meaning none of the products are overly masculine or feminine in scent or feel. They have makeup, perfume, body wash, lotions, and oils. The shop is small, but it's perfectly balanced. It oozes intention. The time and care that has gone into the products and the furniture on which it's displayed is obvious. And that simplicity creates clarity. A single wall separates the shop from the studio space. There's two entryways between the two rooms, neither of which have doors. There's a little checkout space in the center of that wall cut into an arch shape. Danny told me, quote, the arch has a deeper special meaning for me because it was the first shaped candle we made. And that's still one of our best sellers. It feels like an homage to that, end quote. It's not every day that you walk into a shop and you get a peek at where the magic happens, but that's exactly what you can expect at Folks. The studio space is about three times the size of the little shop in the front. They've organized each station of their candle making process along one wall. First, there's the wicking station, which is where they can cut specific lengths of wicks for each candle, since each one is handmade. The pouring station is next. It's a large flat surface with some shelving below. This is primarily what Whitney does. She lays out all the molds on the table, which will form the shaped or the pillar candles. And then she places the wick in the center and then pours the hot wax into each mold and leaves them to cure. Danny's station is the hand dipping station. There's a big pot on a warmer with a drying rack next to it. Danny melts down wax and fills the pot all the way to the top. Then she starts with a wick, cuts it to the size of the candle that she wants to make, and then she dips it down into the wax, picks it up, lets it drip, 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 dips it down again over and over and over to form layer upon layer of the candle. It starts out tiny and thin, and then it becomes whatever size she wants. Usually she said she makes them to fit into a standard size candle holder, which will take about 20 to 30 dips. She can make tall straight candles, wavy candles, dual flame candles. She's also started making little party candles in both that natural golden color or in rainbow colors by using vegetable powder. So this is non-toxic. So if it drips onto your um, cake or something, you don't get like candle yuck. Um, (laughs) But once the candle is the size she wants, then she hangs it over on the drying rack to cure. The beeswax station is in between the pouring and the dipping stations. It's a giant pot on a small table, and then there's big blocks of solid beeswax below it. Danny and Whitney get all of their beeswax from Whitney's family friends who have a third generation apiary in Southeast Idaho. It's over near Rexburg. They receive hundreds of pounds of beeswax blocks from them. Usually when they get it, there's still some debris from the hives in the blocks. So this station is where they filter it again before they turn it into candles. This specific beeswax is one of the things that sets folk and lore candles apart from other candle makers, which by the way, are known as chandlers. Beeswax is a byproduct of bees. It's created from a wax producing gland located in the abdomen of the bee. The color of the wax actually begins white and odorless. And over time, it becomes this golden color from the honey, pollen, and nectar. The wax is used by bees for honey storage and to protect the hive. Beekeepers will scrape the frames into a big barrel and the beeswax will eventually float to the top. Then they scrape the layer of wax off the top, pour it into a big block mold. That's what Whitney and Danny receive. 
So this specific apiary where they get their beeswax has thousands of hives that have been cared for by three generations of the same family, meaning the hives are super old. And this wax has a distinct smell. It's really sweet and earthy. It doesn't necessarily smell like honey, but it has this sweetness to it. And it's a deep golden color. Every time Danny and Whitney travel, they seek out other beeswax chandlers just to meet and support them. And in all their travels, they said they have never seen candles that have the same color or smell as folk and lore candles. Danny said that she believes this was due to the age and the location of the hives where they get their beeswax. It's one of the many things that makes them one of a kind. This episode of From Boise is sponsored by the Northwest Cider Association. You know what pairs great with this lovely summery weather? An Idaho cider. Whether you're relaxing on a porch, hanging out with friends at a barbecue, floating the river, or heading out of town on a camping trip, Idaho cider is the perfect complement to your summer activities. We have a growing number of cideries in Idaho, many of which you can visit or order directly from online. So when you need to quench your thirst this summer, grab an Idaho cider. Candles seem to be at the heart of Danny and Whitney's story, yet beeswax didn't necessarily come into the picture until about 2020. Danny actually started making soy candles around 2016, and it was mostly out of curiosity. She told me, quote, I've always been attracted to candles, so I just wanted to try making my own, end quote. Danny started making soy candles in glass containers and eventually started a line called Beatwick Candles, which were inspired by the Beatnik generation. Her friend Bridget Nelson, who's the owner of Garden City Projects and a co-owner of a newish space called Hideout over on Broadway. Bridget invited Danny in to sell her candles at Garden City Projects' former storefront in Garden City. Danny told me that Quote, Bridget was so sweet. She was like, let's get them in here. I want candles in here. So she was kind of the one who gave me the motivation to get my candles out there and actually sell them. End quote. So one day, Danny brought a batch of her candles to Garden City Projects. And as she was unloading them, Bridget let her know that she was having an art show that night. Bridget suggested that Danny set up her candles and hang around for the event so she could answer any questions and sell some of her candles in person. Danny agreed. And hung out for a while, started watching people come in, fill the space, small talking and mingling. And then Whitney walked in. They immediately made eye contact and Danny said she felt magnetically drawn to her right away. They ended up talking, a candle was bought or maybe gifted. Neither of them can remember. The sparks flew and eventually became the flame of love. (laughs) And while Danny enjoyed the process of making candles, something wasn't quite right with what she was doing. Danny told me, quote, soy wax was big at the time, but there has been controversy between sustainably sourcing and making soy candles. And that was just, it just wasn't fully aligning with me, but I really liked making them, end quote. Beeswax would make its way into their lives at both the best time and the worst time. In 2020, Whitney's mom gifted them a block of beeswax from the family friend's apiary. Danny had never worked with beeswax before, but she was immediately intrigued. She started researching beeswax and working with the block, learning the ancient utilitarian art of making beeswax candles. It was a perfect timing in a way, as Danny had wanted to keep making candles, but she did not want to keep using soy wax. Around the same time, Danny's mom passed away suddenly and tragically. 
Danny said, quote, at that point, I had so much going on anxiety wise. I just didn't know what to do. And I think that getting that beeswax and creating those candles and having something that I could do, it was something that took my mind off this terrible thing that had happened. It was meditative, but therapeutic. And I just found that that was one of the only things that was keeping my mind occupied in a positive way, end quote. Making beeswax candles was something that she could focus on simply. It's a very slow, repetitive process of dipping, lifting up, dipping, lifting up, dipping, lifting up over and over and over and over. Danny said, quote, so that was really the deeper layer of why I was even doing it. I had no intention to sell them. I had no intention to even put them out in the world. I just figured that making candles was like a season of my life or, you know, just a hobby that I wanted to do. And now it's turned into all of this, she said, gesturing to her new workspace in Folks. Whitney started encouraging Danny to sell her candles again, but she wasn't so sure. At the time, they had a skate ramp in their garage, and Danny's candle dipping room was just off of the garage. People would come over to skate and see Danny dipping her candles. They would start to ask her what she was making. Can I buy one? What are you doing? Can I see? So she started posting her candles to Instagram and gifting them to people who would come over and skate and other friends and family. And then the positive feedback started rolling in along with requests for more. Danny realized that nobody else in Boise was hand dipping taper candles from pure beeswax. So they decided to go all in and started Folk and Lore Candles. Before moving into Folks, Danny and Whitney were making all of the Folk and Lore candles in their garage. This worked for a while, but it was not a sustainable workspace. In the summer, the garage was super hot. There's no windows, and if they opened the garage door, all the bees would come inside to get the beeswax. It was also taking way too long for the candles to cure in the heat. Then, in the winter months, it was freezing. The candles would get finicky in the cold and make little bubbles. When Whitney would pour the wax into the molds, it would immediately dry and create too many imperfections. Also, Danny couldn't wear gloves while she dipped because she needed to feel the candle, and then also the, the gloves would get caked in beeswax. They were left with ideal candle-making weather only a few months out of the year, which is not ideal when you're trying to grow a business. Danny said, quote, at that point, making candles felt like a chore. I didn't feel inspired, and I didn't feel like the candles were being made with love. So it was either we're not going to do this anymore, or we're going to have to find our own space, end quote. Danny and Whitney had just started to talk about finding a studio space when their friend Ashley Irwin, who owns Good Times Bagels, called Danny and told her that the space right next door had just opened up. Danny said, quote, when I first walked into the space, I was like, well, this is tiny, but it's perfect for what we have because we only make this amount of stuff, end quote. Opening a brick and mortar store is equal parts exciting and scary. I mean, think about how many people shop online, but there's a significant amount of money, time, and energy that a physical store requires. And Danny and Whitney both work full time. Folks is still just their side project. Whitney's an MRI technician and Danny works in pet insurance Monday through Thursday. Now they have folks open Friday through Sunday and they just make candles whenever they can. Danny said, quote, we have no days off, but this is going to be worth it. I have so much fun in here. It's my goal to make this my full-time thing. For now, my small obtainable goal is three days a week at my regular job instead of four, and then I'll have one day off, end quote. Danny and Whitney's dreams and goals far outweigh the risks of having a physical store and studio. They are just focused on paying rent, making candles, and enjoying every moment of the journey. Danny told me that she thinks something that's special about candles is the ability to set different moods and how candles can put you in the present moment. 
She explained when you light a candle, you look at it and you notice the flames beginning to flicker. You have people over and you gather for a lovely meal with candles on the table. Or you light a candle at the end of your night to wind down or while you're cooking dinner. And all of those little moments are moments that you're creating for yourself. She told me, quote, I think that that's also what this space hopes to be. You can come in here and buy a candle and that's doing something good for yourself. Or you're giving that candle to somebody else and you're giving that opportunity for those moments. I mean, none of these products are going to change your life, but those little things, those little moments collectively do enhance your life, right? End quote. You can visit folks Friday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 2418 West Main Street in Boise. You can also purchase their candles online at folkandlore.shop. I will link to that in the show notes for you. And when you do buy these candles that you'll love, and maybe they will change your life because they have for me, um, when you get down to the end of your candle, there will be like a little bit of beeswax left. Bring that back to folks and they will actually recycle it into a new candle. All right. Thanks for listening.